Simpson. And Japan have gone absolutely without lead. This is Whitmore. Paul and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the reggae boys who take the lead. Greetings, football family. Happy Football Sunday. Welcome to Ball Chat Podcast. My name is Benton, one of your hosts, along with the family. Junior, come on. Well, on. I guess we need to say big up Junior, the Manchester United fan. First, come on. We need to big him up because him step forward. Junior, how are you doing, Bridget? <laughs> well, a football family has waited on Junior for fun. He's doing Junior, the Yo, I'm telling you, I was even counting in Spanish today. You hear me? Listen, listen, you listen. lost your voice, family. You lost your voice. You all right? Listen, good. Listen, listen. <laughs> football, football family, Junior is not brave enough to put on his Manchester United shirt. We're hoping that he will step forward and support the team regardless. Um, come on, what are you doing, family? Hey, hey, top of the table. I mean, like, we'll beat up aside. Um, nobody scored on us this weekend. We'll beat people 7-0. I am fantastic. Calm down, come on. It's only Norwich. <laughs> it's only Norwich. <laughs> you, can only, you can only beat win front of you. Yes, this is true. This is true. Football family, welcome to Ball Chat Podcast. We're going to review some of the week's major news in the world of football. We'll discuss and take a dissect, dissect what happened at Old Trafford today. The mall and that Manchester United was on, um, as, as Liverpool destroyed Manchester United at Old Trafford. We'll get the family thoughts on it. We'll also review the week in Champions League play. And we'll take a look at the lay of the land in EPL stand. And we'll see, you know, as Kamon said, uh, Chelsea's top of the table. And we'll wrap up with yard ballers. We'll start off the show with ballers and bugs highlighting those who were impressive in the middle of the week or those who were impressive this week. And we'll go ahead and also acknowledge bugs, those who need to step up or need to improve their play. Um, football family, if you're joining in, you're jumping in, um, smash the like button and subscribe to the channel. Let's get ready to kick it off with Ballers of the Week. Who you got? Come on. Ballers of the Week. Impressive players. I have a couple. Um, I have to give it. I, I, every week we come in the show, we talk about the fantastic footballer that Mo Salah is. We, we can say it's only Manchester United, um, but I don't want to be that disrespectful on a Sunday. You know, I don't want Juna to start crying. So Mo Salah with a hat-trick is my baller um, of the week in Man Liverpool. And I should also give um, an honorable baller to, to Mason Mount, mm, score a hat-trick as well. But Watford, Watford also should be picked up because they were down 2-1 and came back to beat Everton 5-2. So Mo Salah, Mason Mount, and Watford, for me, are ballers of this week. Ballers, ballers running in. Football family, we see you running in. If you're joining us, um, smash the like button and subscribe to the channel. We're in Ballers and Bugs of Ball Chat. Set on your baller. We'll go ahead and read them out. Junior, who you got as your ballers family? Yo, my ball of the week, I, I don't know if I want to get a whole Chelsea side. If I should give it to Thomas Tuchel for his uh, motivational um, um, tactics, but... In a week where Chelsea lost their two goal scorers, one that is expected to score and one that is paid to score, and they lost both of them, and what did Chelsea do the very next game? I don't care. They could be playing against sisters of the poor. The man them scored seven goals. You have to big up Chelsea for that because we last week, come on, was, was on the show saying how, how much um, Chelsea make chances or have possession of the ball and they're not scoring. And that was with a healthy Lukaku and a healthy Werner. And what happened when them lose to them? Why them score seven? Yo, big up Chelsea, yeah, man. And I also have to give it to Mr. Nicola Barella. If you want to watch the Inter versus Juve, Juve game, even the commentator said it. The man ran his socks off in Italy in, in a rivalry game. It, I, 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 don't know, I don't know how to describe the engine this brother have. I, I want to say it's Kante-like. He had a Kante-like game today, controlling the midfield. Yes, in the, the game draw 1-1, one, one, 
Yes, it felt like Inter lost the game. Yes, they got a controversial penalty. But it's not Nicola's fault. So, Nicola and all of Chelsea. Yeah, big up, big up, Barala and all of Chelsea. Hold on, hold on, Junior. So, not even the baller who scored a trick from your side, I get a little mention. That sounds like you want some coconut water. Next one. <laughs> Junior with the family didn't hear that. Big up Marshall Mullins. Up, 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 family. Go ahead, Junior. I said next comment. <laughs> next comment. Junior, we're, we're an unbiased show around here. You know, we want to embrace the diverse opinions. All right. Um, ballers of the week for Junior Barella of Inter. Wonderful, wonderful player. Definitely putting in the shift against Juve. That game ended 1-1. Uh, and also giving big bad Chelsea that beat and teach. Uh, South Soap Norwich 7-7-0. Football family, if you have ballers and bugs, send them on. We'll go ahead and read them out. My baller of the week, one baller. I'm not wasting the time. I'm giving it to Yuri Tillemans. Tillemans, he scored, or Tillemans scored a wonderful goal last week. And I forgot to give him the baller of the week. He scored another wonderful goal again this week. I tell you, this kid is molding into something special. He looks like the only Belgian player who seems to have some heart. Yes, I'm not taking it back. Yuri Tillemans, ball of the week. Leicester City was fantastic. They went to the Brentford house and won. Imagine that. Not even Chelsea won there, if I remember clearly, right? No, what, why have you been Chelsea? <laughs> so big up to Yuri Tillemans and, and, and um, Leicester City. Yuri Tillemans get my ball of the week. I only have one ball of this week. We have a lot to go through. Let's get to the bugs of the week, highlighting the unimpressive players. Come on, let's Junior go first, because I figure he has a lot of bugs. Junior, <laughs> you have bugs of the week for me. I only have one bug, you know, and that, and that, and that is ESPN. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, this brother always find all sort of madness for come forward with. Okay, Junior, go ahead with the ESPN bug of the week. In 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 the lead up to the to the to the to the um the classical El Classico, who they have for Barcelona as sure as yo look out for the ball here this week, Gerard Pique. Gerard Piquet that we, we, we have been saying has been at Barcelona two years too long is the prime player. You know, ESPN board members probably sit on and want to shoot Messi and Ronaldo in their footing. And those are the comments of Junior and Junior only. And I care zero. Because when them invest so much money in, in, in the Spanish league, look what Spanish league turning on right now. Is that even Farmers League? So... ESPN for sure. However, mention to the Manchester United fans out there who are like, let me tell you something. So, Ole, I'm going to make one comment about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer today. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the football version of the cult, um, the cult deacon or the cult leader of Jamaica. Whatever I'm one name, right? Honorable, elder, blah, blah, blah. That is who Ole is because he is leading a cult at Manchester United. And you stupid man, you followers, who just blindly running behind this side, Ole at the wheel, Ole in, give him time, give him time. What are our members of a cult? I'm done. Um, Junior <laughs> is finding somewhere to incorporate His Excellency Kevin Smith, cult oh, leader. <laughs> What's going on, Junior? <laughs> I, I, DM, I wasn't going to call him DM. <laughs> but bug of the week to the cult uh, that is the Oli followers, if I'm not uh, mistaken, right, Junior? That's your bug of the week. Yes. And, and also you're giving a bug of the week to ESPN for the Gerard pick. Come on, I expected a lot more bugs from Junior. So you have the floor. You can go ahead and name them out. Bugs of the week. Yeah, Unimpressive yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know what he's doing? <laughs> yeah, listen to me. The worst El Clasico ever. I do not know how Sergina Dett is regarded as a great footballer. I am so glad Vinicius had him running ragged today. Um, I mean, let's give it to Barcelona. They lost 2-1. A lackluster 2-1. Um, Everton. I have to give it to Everton. You are up 2-1. You are Everton. And you will make Watford come beat a 5-2. Go on. 
the entire Manchester United squad. We're going to throw in Ole in there, and I have to put in red nose Sir Alex Ferguson in the stands, shaking his head because he's a part of the problem too. I am sure that Sir Alex Ferguson had an input in getting Ole that new three-year um, contract. I'm going to stick at him, I'm going to stuck with him, I'm going to keep him. Um, and I think with Ole at the wheel, Manchester will be 15th this season. Screenshot that. <laughs> so Everton and the ent entire Manchester United squad should actually get um, bugged of the week. And, and football family, come on, don't really believe United will finish 15. She would love it, but you know. <laughs> uh, um, my bug, bugs of the week is everyone that's involved with Norwich from coach uh, was a Daniel Fark back at the back um, in the EPL. Brother, you can't, you can't park a bus. Is there something wrong with parking a bus and just defending? Daniel Fark and Norwich was in the EPL recently. They got relegated for conceding too many goals. Yes, they lost many games. But the bottom line is that now they came back to the EPL and he did not learn a single thing about defense. Norwich has conceded 23 goals in nine games. And yes, the Chelsea 7-0 defeat definitely lopsided in there. But bottom line, Daniel Fark and Norwich, if you want to stay in the EPL, you must defend. This 3-5-2 formation that you're trying to play fancy football doesn't work. Park a bus, defend, and live to fight another day. Norwich City getting my bug of the week, especially Daniel Fark, for not learning to play defense a time away from the EPL. Um, let's get to our football roundup. Any other un unmentioned um, honorable bugs that you guys want to highlight before we move to football roundup? Junior, come on. No? I'm at peace. You're at peace. You're at peace. <laughs> All right, let's get to the football roundup. Let's see if Junior um, and get to the meat of the matter. Manchester United versus Liverpool. It was a mauling. Beat and teach. Um, let's get the biased opinion of Junior. And what happened at Old Trafford today, Junior? You're a Manchester United fan. I don't know. I, I don't know how this opinion is going to be biased. What I'm about to tell you is well, bias as in you are the Manchester United fan. Fans usually bias in their in their evaluation and assessment of their team. But if no. I if I think it's if it's not biased, I apologize. Yes, it's not biased. Okay. You 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 play a game against Atalanta Tuesday with an idiot midfield and you went down 2-0. And you went now and draw back for your big guns. And came back and beat Atalanta 3-2. Right? Last week on the show, because I'm talking about Ole. Last week on the show, I said, look, Liverpool is going to have the easier game. Man U was going to have the harder game in the Champions League. I said that. Now, it turned out that Man U, yes, had the harder game. They had to come from 2-0 down and to, to get a win against a team that they should have beaten, but a team that was going to attack them. Now, if you Ole Gunnar Dubstyre was to sit down and say, hmm, why did we go down 2-0? Well, Atalanta kept beating us down the middle and Fridge is an idiot. All right, what are we going to do against Liverpool that is a much better side? I know I'm going to start the same damn 11 versus Liverpool, which is a bigger side, and expect something different. Now, how stupid can you be? It's the dumbest thing ever. So, big up to Liverpool. They came. They did what they needed to do. They got the victory. They beat and teach Man U. But as a Manchester United fan, I never expect anything different. You go down 2-0 to Atalanta, and you just see them side against, against Liverpool, and you expect something different? Come on, man. Come on, um... This uh, big up, big up to Dejan Davis. Dejan Davis says, "Have you seen that Jude Be Bellingham goal on Saturday? Yes, that was a brilliant goal by Young Jude. Jude ball off the week to Jude. Excellent player. Big up, Mikael. Mikael said, "Well, as Chelsea fan, Ronaldo didn't save Manchester United. All I have to say, Oli at the wheel. Oli at the wheel. 
the Chelsea fans running in hot, and the entire EPL seems to want to have Ole in place. Um, come on. Uh, Mohamed Salah scored a hat-trick, first, first player to score a hat-trick at the Old Trafford in 18 years. Your thoughts on the Marlin at Old Trafford? You call it a Marlin? <laughs> Listen, the only stat that Manchester United beat Liverpool with today, the only stat that they were leading on today was fouls. Everything else, shots, shots on target, possession, passes, pass accuracy, Liverpool had the upper hand. And it, I mean, it was Manchester United was a shambolic, and I, and even one of the goals where you had Shaw and Maguire basically running into each other. You know what? Yesterday I was refereeing a U9 game, and the same thing happened. They reminded me of two bumbling U9 players going after the same ball. I don't, I don't understand it, and I think everybody wants to point fingers at Ole. Which he's the coach, he's supposed to get um some blame. But these players are English players who play for the national team, who make millions of pounds, and you're telling me that you cannot go on the field and execute a game plan. It's just ridiculous. So the players were poor. Um, Pogba seemed like he did not want to play. And I mean, like as a seasoned professional, you know a two-footed challenge where your foot go over the ball is is a, is a no-no. It is just crazy. So Liverpool took the reins from early, but they did not give Manchester United an opportunity to come back into the game. And even even the social media um, manager was saying that oh, it's halftime, lot of work to what work? I mean, Manchester United players were walking on the pitch, and it was just ridiculous. I never expected five-zero. I don't think a lot of people expected 5 0. So it's, it's really embarrassing. But all I can say to Liverpool fans, they were worrying in the in the early part of the season. They don't need to worry about Liverpool. Manchester United and Arsenal are level on point. Manche level on point. <laughs> we'll look at the table in a second. Manchester United have suffered their heaviest ever defeat at home to Liverpool. While it's the first time they have lost 5-0 to a 5-0 goals at home since February 1955. Um, Junior, you've been on the band, you've been on the Ole Out mantra. Um, it, it doesn't seem like Ole is going anywhere. Uh, I mean, he, like Kamon said, he's got a three-year, he recently got a three-year um, contract. Three years extended on his contract. Uh, what can be done to salvage this mess at Manchester? Should he change his system? What, what should he do? Yo, don't, don't, don't ask me no stupid question with a, with a, with a preface of Ole, Ole is, is not going anywhere. I don't we, think, all right, so you think they're going to fire? Ole done, him done, okay. him done, done. It's over, it's a wrap, it's done, done, finish. Okay. So you think they're going to fire him after today, sometime this week? No. All right. This is Manchester United we're talking about. This okay. is Manchester United that took two years to bring in Bruno. Took two years to bring in Sancho. They're going to take two years to fire Ole. Ole <laughs> is already fired. He just, they just have a minute official as yet. Fun and joke aside, if Manchester United was a serious football team, down in London, look at the idiot side over here, blue, with the Russian owner, gave everybody the blueprint. Fire the idiot coach and bring in a sensible coach and you win Champions League. If it's one thing Ole has done for Manchester United at the start of the season this year, you Benton and you come on. You guys said, oh, man, you is top heavy. Man, you have a good side, but them top heavy, them not have no bench. Them not... Let me tell you something. Ole has proven to any sensible coach that Manu has a very good squad because he has been playing with the second strength side for most of the season. On the bench is his starting side. Pogba, Danny, Sancho sitting on the bench. So when Kante, Zidane, Lukanse, FA Cup, were playing against Norwich, 
if we play against Norwich, FA Cup, and one of the idiot side, we can bring in the idiot side we always start with. But when we're ready for play real football against Liverpool, against Chelsea, against the big side, them, I know where the best players are. One thing every sensible Manchester United fan should know is that Man U has a title-winning squad, and it has been proven. McTominay and Fred can't start in a big side, but they can't start in the, in the FA Cup. So we know the squad is deep. That's all Ole do. But apart from that, Ole gone, man. Um, come on, Ole says that, quote, I've come too far. We have come too far as a group, and we are too close to give up now, end quote. And speaking to Shaman Hafez, uh, are you, do you think Ole is gone here after this defeat? Uh, first, first question is close to what? I mean, we're <laughs> well, too, he we're says, too, we're too, he, we're too he, close to what? He, he followed up and says, "Quote: We are at rock bottom. We cannot feel any worse than this." End quote. Yeah, but yeah, but that still don't. So don't they're close to rock bottom. Yeah, oh, close to rock bottom. So the only you can't go no further than rock bottom. So you must have forgot. He has a point. To be honest. I don't think Ole is out. I, I don't think he's out. Um, I think some personal changes, like on the pitch, he probably changed up a few little things. But I don't think Ole is is, is going to be out. Um, Manu is not Chelsea, you know. Manu is not Chelsea, and they they do offer and reward coaches with some loyal, you know, loyalty. Mm. Um, Ole hasn't always been poor. He, I mean, if I'm hundred games. He probably has been poor 20, 25. Okay. And, and I mean, yeah, so I don't think he's going to be out. I think that somebody needs to sit him down. Somebody who watches film will sit him down and say, Harry Maguire is not the answer. Do not let the English FA call you and pressure you and say you have to play Harry Maguire. He is not the answer. If the other game... Harry Maguire was the reason or a cause for three goals. And you still slide him into the... That even carry on off of the bench on the 85th minute. They make him start and captain. I, I, I don't know. Some else have gone over there. So. The team does look lethargic um, today. Even Ronaldo's body language was like, what am I doing here? You know, so it, it, it's kind of weird. But I think Ole is going to be there. Hey, Benton. Yeah, go ahead. Hear this. Unless uh, they are close to rock bottom. Well, hear this. Next game versus Tottenham. I don't care what I want about Tottenham and Nuno and this and that. Man, you cannot beat Tottenham. That 11 that started, they cannot beat Tottenham. Number one. Next game, Atalanta. Atalanta felt like they dashed with the game at Old Trafford. A man who goes to, goes to Atalanta to play. After that, Manchester City. You, 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 Ole, you, you, you want to feel rock bottom, Ole? Look at the next three games. And they all. Tottenham. So you, so, so you, so Tottenham lost to West Ham today. So okay. you are saying that Tottenham is, but no, Junior. Come on. No, Junior. Come on. Tottenham Come on. is not. Junior, Come I don't, Junior, I hear side. I, I in a lot of pain today. But <laughs> understand. Hush. But Tottenham is not better than Manchester United. Let us not get carried away right now. Come on. If Cristiano Ronaldo have to carry, if Cristiano Ronaldo have to carry the other ten players on his back, he will not lose to Tottenham. Tottenham is not better than Manchester United. Yes, you are correct. But Tottenham is better than a Manchester a, a, a picked Manchester United team by Ole. Because guess what? Pogba is not available for the next three games, so you don't have a midfield. Who is going to run with Sun? We see Rashford not tracking back. We see Greenwood not tracking back. Who are going to run with Sun? And we see Ari Maguire and Lindelof versus, versus anybody. And <laughs> Harry Kane. Harry Kane, who is ripe for a burst out game. I'm sorry. We cannot beat. So, Harry Kane never did that from West Ham today. West Ham not better than Manchester United. Hold on. Man, you play Watford. And I'm sorry, Claudio Ranieri know how to, how to motivate theme side than to play against a big side. And then after that, 
We play Chelsea. We play Villarreal. So, Ole, you think you reach rock bottom yet? Who you till Man City are whole you? You know how Pogba against Man, Man City, you know? So, you don't have a midfield against Man City. And we don't know what frame of mind Ronaldo going to be in by then. Suppose Tottenham drop four pounds next week. I mean, so, 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 wouldn't that help Ole? So, Ole said, look, I didn't have Pogba in the midfield. I didn't have anybody to replace Pogba in the midfield. So isn't this something that Ole can take to the board and say, if one play, we are depending too much on one player, and he can say it. He, if, if the midfield is shambolic, right, versus Tottenham, without a Pogba, he can say, look, I didn't have Pogba, I didn't have a replacement, so it's really not on me for this game. Yeah, I mean, uh he could say that let let's try to get you some of the comments yeah because we don't want to waste too many too many um too much time on bug side because we only have an hour show <laughs> um i i want to find out from you both how many can a switch can benching harry Maguire solve some of the chronic issues with manchester united yes i i and, yes and, 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 I really and you bring in uh, eric Bailly. i mean who who do you bring bench him for? Uh, anybody but Ari Maguire. Listen, I okay. think I think a, a, a hungry player on the bench who sits and see the madness we're going with Harry Maguire game in and game out will go on the pitch and give a hundred percent. I just think Harry Maguire, he knows he's the captain, he knows he's the number one starter. So if he even concedes for own goals, it is what it is. He will, you know, he will um play the next game so you have to switch some things you can't have players on the pitch who are not giving a hundred percent but you still reward them um with playing time and the captain's armband listen every time i see harry Maguire on on the pitch in a game you know what i said to myself this man must be a beast in training he's supposed to sweep everybody's foot i see if every goal was supposed to go in pandehe but i don't understand how much and it's not only him too, but we are picked on him because him not good, him not ready. You have to make changes. You have to adjust. And I don't think Harry Maguire is good enough for Manchester United, um, and plus being the captain. So Juno can disagree, but I do think that Harry Maguire is not the best fit for Manchester United. Junior, he said, Harry Maguire said, quote, it hurts. The boys are devastated. It's not good enough. Nowhere near good enough um he wants to they want we apologize to the fans our fans stuck with us throughout we apologize to them junior uh robert uh bobby for me you know, kept you know dropping the between uh, mctominay and fred fred and mctominay getting pulled out of, um a lot but none of the center backs decided to step up um and 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 prevent bobby from you know, from from doing what he does well for that liverpool outfit what sort of changes would you make as a Manchester United, other than the Ole out campaign, who would you bring in? Pogba is out to try to, you know, kind of salvage a bit of pride here. No, I, 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 I agree with come. No, what come on say is is partially right in my opinion. Yeah, but Maguire is not the problem. It's not a Maguire problem. It is it is a player confidence problem. I don't think when I see Manchester when United. When you say player confidence, you mean player confidence with Maguire or players as in the entire team confidence wise? We we are all humans. The players are humans. They're yeah. not robots. They if we sit down and talk bad about Fred, Fred knows that he is Fred, right? Maguire knows that Fred is Fred. But Fred still plays. So if we sit down and joke about Fred. Maguire knows Fred is Fred. So why are we not putting it on Fred either? If the one change, the first change that needs to happen is Maguire taking off the captain's armband. Okay. And that will signal to everybody that we are about to get serious because okay. change is afoot. Change it's is not okay. a one-player problem. It is a confidence thing. It's a collective. It's a collective. It put, it put confidence... All right, when Varane came to Manchester United, the whole defensive backline changed, right? It's not because Varane is that much of a better player. He was more, commu he communicated more. 
he demanded more from his from his teammates in the back and the defense played better unfortunately he's injured when pogba came on the field today it is not because pogba is missing a brain cell or it's not because pogba not pogba crazy when him get the red card that is pride so the pride that pogba showed that every all we talk about in life when we watch a football game and say yo me not have tape on the field, I get the sixth off, you know. Me a collect red card. That's pride. The players never showed that pride in the game, right? So when Pogba came and I showed that, the players needed to show that earlier. Fred and McTominay. You talk about Bobby Firmino. When after Keita walked in and scored a goal, they should have wet him. That is pride. We don't see, we don't see any pride from the players. And to me, that is confidence. And that's why when you guys say, uh, Man, you is a bag of individuals. I agree now. Yeah, it's not. No, all right. No, um, no, we, don't, no, we, we don't want Manchester United no, dominate the show. Go ahead, come no, on. Wait, no, before, before we run, you are saying that picking up a red card was what? Pride? Of course, that's pride. Jordan, <laughs> that's foolish because now you leave your team down a man. That is not pride. Listen, you know what pride would be? Turn up your game. Getting a red card is not is not pride. Ego. 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 Because you don't want to put the picture when you're sad or whatever. But you leave your team a man shot. You might get two more game ban or three game ban. Right? You and leave your team shot. I know that you're an integral piece. No, Juno, that's not pride. I disagree. Yeah. And then, hold on. We're talking about one player don't make a difference. I argue with a Liverpool fan and, and him, him break it down and say, yes, look at when VVD was out. Or the entire Liverpool backline was, and look when him come in. They're solid. So one player can really make a difference. I bet it, if them change up Maguire, you're going to say something completely different. Um, You know, it's funny that you, you, you highlight that uh, it's not pride that, that why Pogba got a red card, but the mindset of Junior, a.k.a. the Manchester United fan, is promoting this idea that players need to get wet. Quote, when Keita scored, somebody should have wet him. End quote. And as right. defenders, as defenders, you don't know the, the, the fundamental principle. Part of the fundamental principle of defending is that you want the attackers know that there's no easy lunch there. And, and, and you know what? Manchester United is an easy target these days. Um, Liverpool, exceptional Liverpool. We'll take a look at the table. Uh, big up to Dejan Davis, who also brought up an excellent point. Uh, Abraham Konate made his big game debut. You know, he's played in other games, but he was on the field today. He thought he was excellent. Um, Mohamed Salah got the spotlight, but talk about this kid, 20, 20, what, 23, 22 years old in his performance today. In a big game, big moment. Julia? <laughs> all right the chelsea fan go ahead because junior wants to talk about the my uh liverpool fan but i mean i thought Konate was excellent i thought he was able to move um both side to side help to niggle and uh to 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 to, to, to control shaws from roaming down that left side especially the fact that trent arnold would like to go forward so i thought he was fantastic and it prevents virgil van dyke to have to do this heap of running around his responsibility today was just marshal the back line. Canete, you clean up anything else. I thought he was fantastic for them in a big game. Yeah, I, I thought he held his own, and this is a big game. You would consider this before the scoreline. You yeah. would consider this a big game, right? Um, so I was a bit surprised that he was thrown into a game as important as this, but he really held his own, and I guess. That's what happens when a, a player is playing for the coach. You know what I'm saying? So Liverpool is more like a team versus Manchester United. They're talented individuals. And that's the problem. I think the ego is too big over by Manchester United. And I think everybody gets into the into each other's way. Um, as example, the Shaw and the, and the Maguire. I mean, like, it, it is just so... It, it, even babies know that you have a talk. Two defenders can't go after the same. 
yeah it's not even we can preach all we want but <laughs> that was just baffling uh maguire and shaw getting caught on that yeah on that goal uh mohammed salah before we move away from this game and he scored a hat-trick he officially became the highest um african player uh highest scoring african player in the epl with 107 goals i want to ask you he's 29 years old would you give him a contract extension of course if you can give cristiano ronaldo a contract if you can give messi a contract if you can give sergio ramos a contract why wouldn't you give um a potent goal scorer who makes every game for you um a you know more um would be in a winning color right basically yeah. you can really put your pot on fire on Mo Salah why wouldn't you keep him as long as his knees allow him to play yeah you give you you know you brought in Ronaldo and Ronaldo is how much so I think Mo Salah if he asks for 400,000 euros per week I think he should get it what I about 500,000 um, pounds euros per week would that be too much for Mohamed Salah? Listen, I don't even know. I don't, when it comes to crazy money, I don't even know. Because isn't that, some, isn't that what um, our goalkeeper gets into stay on the bench? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so, if Mo Salah is the person to score, he has scored in every game. I think that's what the stats say. He has scored in every game um, in the Premier League this season. How can you... You can't put a price on that. That's his job. You're bringing Lukaku, and how many games on Lukaku now score six? You can't put a price on, on, on Mo Salah. I think if you want to keep players as a club, you have to meet them where they're at. Junior, uh, um, would you extend uh, Mohamed Salah's contract if you're a Liverpool brass? We know Liverpool historically haven't thrown money like Chelsea around, or Manchester United for that matter. Um, word is from some sources said that he's looking to get five hundred thousand pounds a week. Uh, would you at twenty nine give him that fat fat contract? You don't answer the question for me because come on, come on, talk about talk about Chelsea, talk about Real Madrid, talk about PSG, talk about Manchester United. Funny, she has not referenced any Liverpool decision that was made to 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 give up a big baller. Yeah, contract. historically they don't give that sort of money, right? It's not going to happen, and he's going to go on to greener pastures, make more money. Basta, run in. <laughs> <laughs> well, Basta will have some money in a few years, Junior. <laughs> not a Basta player. Um, I, I, I see, I see him more going back to Italy and writing that wrong. He has, he has, he has written. Uh, he, he's right to the wrong of his English Premier League stint when he was at Chelsea. Now he needs to go back and fix that Roma thing. Even though he did have a good, a good run at Roma, I see him going to a Juventus. I see him going to an Inter. Well, not Inter. I see him probably going to an AC Milan when they have disposable money in the next couple of years. I can't see him going to Spain because I don't think Spain is going to really... I don't think those Spanish teams are going to have the money because it's not like them... That, not an ESPN contract we're doing well, right? Now, Real Madrid will find the money. Let's take a look at the EPL table. Chelsea's at the top, 22 points. Uh, come on, let's get the bias opinion now from you, your Marlin of Norwich. I mean, it was easier Sunday morning. Arsenal on 14 points with Manchester United and Everton. I want to get your thoughts on the Chelsea, Marlin and Norwich. There's not much to really read into this, right? Come on. Look here, Norwich just score. And I think Norwich just make up numbers. What they need to do is when Norwich go down to championship, if they beat anybody and win the championship, they should just say, listen, let's give somebody else your spot because you don't really deserve it. They look so out of place. They look as if they did not want to be here. And I think Norwich is a championship team. They're not an English Premier team. And I, and I would have been disappointed if it was closer, maybe a 3-2 a, a or a 3-1 win versus Chelsea. So I'm glad we were dominant. Um, I'm happy that Mason Mount scored because he has not 
had a lot of you know goals to his name and he scored um, a hat trick right yes yeah, so he scored a hat trick yeah, but yeah. before he, he was he was on a go you know goal drought um happy for reese happy for hudson adoy chilwell of course i think chilwell has been fantastic for chelsea you know i wasn't sold on him but he has been putting in the work and now it's just just out of place they just did not look as if they belonged and i think they're going to be firmly rooted at the bottom of the the, the table what uh, a bias bias bias, <laughs> bias. <laughs> yes come on just a try and see a fierce come on let me say it for you chelsea showed why they are a big side and chelsea chelsea sent a clear message of of imminent danger to any side we are around them in, in 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 the top of the table do to me that was two shells saying look you read what all the paper clipping said our two big strikers down we can't score any goal we're going to struggle for score go out there and prove them wrong and they did it, it, it trust me alarm bells are going off around every side in england right now don't 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 to the side them cross the water afraid <laughs> I disagree. I, you know, I love my Chelsea, but now it was poor Junior. I don't, I don't see Chelsea putting a seven on a Man U. I don't see Chelsea putting a seven on a Man City. I don't see them putting a seven on a West Ham or even a Leicester. Um, it should have been twelve because now it was that poor. But I'm not going to read too much into it. But as you always say. You only can play who is in front of you. Yes, Contest you can only be two in front of you. Um, Arsenal defeated Aston Villa 3-1. Chelsea 7 over Norwich. Crystal Palace and Newcastle drew 1-1. One, one. Um, Newcastle has an interim manager, Steve Bruce, is, was officially sacked. Uh, Paulo Fonseca is rumored to be the front runner for that job. I mean, you're... What do you expect from a potential policy uh, Fonseca getting getting this Newcastle job? Nothing much. <laughs> um, as before, we wrap up our EPL roundup. Everton, are you concerned about Rafa and this Everton out outfit? They lost from last season. Huh? From last season, we're concerned. Everton is like a is it, up and down. It's like you're not sure if they have the players, they have the quality players. But the product on the field is just is, is just crazy. I mean, like, even come back to lose 5-2 to, 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 I mean, like, what is that? So you have to be concerned if you're an Everton fan because they're not consistent enough. Not consistent enough. So um, you wouldn't say Rafa is on any sort of hot seat, right? Because it's Everton. Rafa always on hot seat, but no, it's Everton. Who them boy get? I mean, like, oh, Nuno already gone to eat at Tottenham. Who is the market? <laughs> now, Junior, is Nuno on a hot seat at Spurs? No. No. Okay. So you think that Spurs will give Nuno the time in the offseason to get new players and build his team? They yeah. have a choice. Nobody wanted the job. So what am I going to do? Exactly. exactly. It's, not, it's not that Spurs giving him the choice. It's, it's that <laughs> they don't have a choice. I mean, yo... <laughs> You fired, you fired your coach right before a League Cup final, thinking that you were going to get um the big cup money, the big what what a Super League money and the Super League money never pan out. So which which manager going feel comfortable? Big name manager going feel comfortable going there? Can you convince Kante you're going back Kante when you fire Marina right before a League Cup game, a League Cup final? Nah. So so yes, Nuno is going to get the chance by default. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chelsea at the top, and and, and, and they're what, and 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 as much as we complain and cuss about them, they're in sixth place. They're sixth. Yeah, they're sixth place on six points. Any other big takeaway before we move away from the EPL and get your thoughts on the El Clasico? I am impressed with Leicester. Um, even though they're in ninth place, but Leicester kind of, I think, coming into form. I I really think Leicester is coming into form. Um, Arsenal taking them time. Creeping up, they're on 14 points, so it's safe to say that Arteta's job is safe. I told you guys that my Arsenal was going to recover, but no, on sit on there, no, Arsenal are idiot sentence. All right, we you were hope, Junior, we were hoping, Junior, Junior, we were hoping that they would be 19th by now. I mean, we were hoping, sir. Listen to Junior when Junior told him earlier, 
Man U is not title contenders. No. See? It's so. Um, I want to get your thoughts on, uh, before we move away quickly, Thomas Frank, uh, coach of Brentford, said, quote, we hammered a team in the first half that finished in the top five last year. Speaking of Leicester City, they didn't have anything apart from a moment of luck. Tillemans is very good, but he's not even scoring that 10 out of 100 times. We deserve to win, end quote. Is Thomas Frank and Brentford talking a little bit too much after that game? I was just going to say, shut up your mouth, you chat too much, you, you got zero points. We don't care. Listen, if, the, if, if, that, if that striker have um, a 1% chance or that it, it, him score it, they lost. It, it, that was just so uncalled for and just ridiculous. Like, what is that? You know, you lost. And it's not like say, the referee assisted them. They're not getting no, they're not getting no, no red card. They're not getting no penalty. It wasn't a var, It was an overturn. I mean, like, Leicester genuinely beat them fair and square. And the second goal was a beauty. So what is this? I, I don't like that. I hate whiny coaches. Yeah. And that's why but then they know 12. Yeah, uh, Brentford um, sitting down in 12th position. Sore loser. Before we get to the women's football report, the first women's football report for the season, we have Kadish waiting to jump in. I want to get your thoughts on El Clasico, one of the worst El Clasico we've seen in a while. Uh, come on, you're the FC Barcelona fan. You get 30 seconds. As Real Madrid won. I don't even need 30 seconds. All I can say is, ooh, it was terrible. Congrats to Real Madrid. Their fourth um, El Clasico victory on the trot for Real Madrid. Junior, your thoughts on this El Clasico and Serginho Des easy miss? And I don't want to Serginho Des. They had <laughs> Gerard Pique as the promo guy on the flight. Did I say more? Why are we surprised? It's the, it's the worst El Clasico I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a worse hyped game ever well the man new liverpool game was actually worse. <laughs> but is the way in terms of in terms of expectation i never expected much and i didn't get much so yeah, i got what i expected yeah let's get through some of the comments junior as we wait for um kadish to join in football family remember to subscribe to the channel smash the like button subscribe uh subscribe to the channel football family we see the family a lot of people watching Go ahead and smash the like button. Let's get through some of the comments. Junior, go ahead with getting through some highlights, some of the comments from the family. John Davis says that in the Nations League final tournament, um, Tushemi made Pogba look so good. Um, he also said that scouting is also important. Liverpool proves that you don't need to spend a fortune on famous players. Norwich needs a proper centre-back to partner with Kabak. Kabak is actually a class talent at 21. Chelsea is lucky. Norwich is just trash. The type of <laughs> Chelsea lucky. Norwich is trash. <laughs> hey, right. We love, the family. we love the family. If they buck Bayern in the Champions League, they will be destroyed. Especially mm -hmm. if Jamal Musala starts. Yeah, Musala, a very talented kid for coming out. We'll, we'll resume our normal discussion in a second. But well, we have Coach Kadish Fishley joining us. Big bad Kadish Fishley for the Women's Football Report. Coach, how are you doing, family? I'm good enough. How are you? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Welcome back, football family. What's going on in the world of women's football? And I know Jamaica is supposed to be playing Costa Rica. What are reggae girls playing Costa Rica today? Yeah, they actually are playing right now. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch it. it. There was a cost associated and, you know, I wasn't ready to pay that cost. But uh, next time. Um, but so far, everything has been going to... Well, not everything has been going to plan. The, the shocking thing that happened this season was Arsenal beating Chelsea at the start of the season. But I don't want to make excuses for Chelsea, but I honestly believe that Arsenal had the extra preparation time. So that gave them an advantage in that opening match. But since then, Chelsea has been, they have been doing well. Well, except the Wolfsburg, the Wolfsburg game in, in Champions League, where they had to come from behind to, to take a point. 
And speaking about Women's Champions League, we are now getting coverage of all the matches from Dazen on YouTube for free. So any champ female Champions League match that you would like to watch, you can do so on YouTube. So that's going on. That's one of the things. Barcelona has not let up from their form from last season. And it was evident when they played Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal tried to be defensive, but Barcelona was just too good for them. And as someone who was a Real Madrid fan as well, it's hard for me to say, but I have to say that this Barcelona women's team is perfect. I, I, I There's nothing, I cannot see anything that they need to work on. They're just way too good. So I, I expect them to run away with their league again. Uh, but I don't think, I don't want to put myself out there like I did last year. But I don't think they'll be retaining the Champions League title this year. Um, so Chelsea probably had a hangover from the beating they took from Barcelona right, in the Champions <laughs> League final. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I think it was a case where we had a lot of players um, representing their country in the Olympics. So it took a while for everybody to get back so that everybody could, could be fully prepared for the season. So that it, it that played was a factor in yeah. it. But everything else, but as I said, after that match, we've begun rolling and we are, we are doing well so far. I and also... hold on, I have to talk about one of the biggest upsets. It was Arsenal beating Manchester City 5-0 and that is a surprise to anyone who follows the WSL. No one expected Arsenal to to thoroughly trash um, uh, Man, City. Man City like that. And and how is the um, Kadisha Bonishaw doing at Man City? Um, how is she doing? Well, she didn't start well. That um, I believe that she didn't start well, but she. She seems to be finding her footing in the team now, and she's actually scoring some goals. So we'll see as as it comes. There's a big match that's going to happen next weekend. Uh, Chelsea versus Man City in the FA Cup from last year. That we they had to push that back. So the FA Cup for last year that's being played next week Saturday. It's the semi-finals. So that should be a very good match to watch and to see how she does against world-class defenders. So she's getting more playing time now? Um, I, I would think, personally, I would want to see her getting more playing time, but the coach is adamant and just starting. It's either Ellen or Bonnie. So she's not getting that much, but when she does come on, she, she does do well. Yeah, big up to Bonnie Shaw. Um, and, and I think she did score a hat-trick, right, earlier um, so far this season. Uh, yeah, she did against, was it? I think it was Everton in the league. league. In the League Cup. In the League Cup. Yeah. It was the League? No, yeah. the League Cup. Yeah, yeah, League Cup. Big up, big up. Um, so uh, what else is going on in women's football? Any other major news in the um, first report for the season? It's nice to see you again. Yeah, Um. well... I'm I'm a little bit upset with the fact that Ju Spence played her first game for Jamaica, the Chelsea midfielder, and it was behind closed doors, and she actually scored. So that was a little bit upsetting, but we seem to have integrated the UK players within the women's system much better than we did with the men's. Wait, so... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the, <laughs> the reggae girls is widening the, the, the search. As as like the reggae boys, cause right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no, no money no, issues with no. these players coming in. No, no first class flight needed. <laughs> well, yeah, I I don't. There's not been much. Like there hasn't been anything about how they're getting in on or anything. And a lot of the times, the women are not really. As uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not, they're they're not, not the man. Huh? They're not divas. Yes, definitely. That's it. They're not as demanding as the men in in, in terms of of things they want to um to come in. But I've seen a lot of things and I've seen a lot of videos on social media, and it seems that they're actually enjoying 
themselves and they're they're integrating with the team and they're doing well. Yeah, and the record girls are getting ready for World Cup qualifiers that's coming down fast, thick and fast. And Spurs, yeah. uh, the one of the Spurs goalies also in the reggae girls uh, setup, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Becky Spencer. We also have a couple players. Um, we have a player from Leicester City, uh, Paige Bailey. We have, uh, I can't remember this girl's name from Liverpool, but we have her as well. So to see to see that the, the GFF is actually going out and getting women for the program is it's it's nice to see but they they still can do some more for us there's always more the jff can do um <laughs> <laughs> uh, football family let's wrap up the women's football report really appreciate it and don't <laughs> tell me my fancy goalkeeper sydney schneider schneider's starting spot is in jeopardy now because i know she's warming bench with the washington spirit yeah,I think she needs to be she needs to go somewhere to get game time because Becky Spencer is is a really good goalkeeper and it's 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 just because they're better keepers ahead of her that that she's not able to get it the England setup but Becky Spencer is a good goalkeeper all right all right any uh
um, they're up four zeros, half time. But just a little bit of stats for Nico. This is his 18th goal of the season, and this sets an individual season high. Last season, he scored 17 goals across regular season and playoffs. He has 62 regular season goals for his, his, his career in um, USL. And Nico Brett cannot get a call to the national team. Stop, are you joking? That's my roundup um, for yard ballers. <laughs> oh, also, they're saying it's a schoolboy competition. It's being um, wrapped up. They're talking about it. So there will be schoolboy competition um, this season. I think, what is it, November? Was it November, Benton? Is yes, yes. Um, I, I think based on what we've heard is November, the third week in November, somewhere around there is a tentative uh, start date that they're looking to try to get schoolboy football going. Right. So, so they're, go they're talking about um, keeping it at individual fields, still no spectators, and they're still trying to get the schoolboys and the coaches, um, all technical staff to be vaccinated before they can participate. So we'll keep you posted um, when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to get some schoolboy football. I think Issa is working extensively are very hard to get imagine it's a working hard <laughs> to get schoolboy football out there's a lot of planning in place and of course you have to ad adapt to the, the 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 guidelines um before we go come on peter lee vassal overall he scored a magnificent goal but overall what do you think about his play in that game does he look like this might be a better um stint or is it too well, early to Peter Lee look lazy. It needs to be, I just think, it does feel like every game is a walk in the park. It does walk. Um, you know, he, I mean, every opportunity to play is a good opportunity to score his goals, to help his team win. Um, I think it is good for him earning some money. Um, you know, as long as he has the stats, I mean, he can move overseas if he chooses to do so. But remember, he wasn't playing for one whole year. So now that he's playing, he's getting consistent minutes, um, and he is contributing. So I think that, you know, this is his level, and I think this is a good thing for him. Yeah, yeah, big up to Peter Lee. Very good, a very good performance. Before we step away for today's show, football family, let's take a quick look at what's coming in the EPL next weekend, and let's look at the fixture heading um Manchester United plays Spurs is a feature match for next week. And um, that's the game on Saturday at 12.30 Eastern time. Um, Ole's got to win. They got to beat Spurs, right? I mean, this is the uh, the battle of the bad teams. Right, come on. <laughs> hey, to compare Tottenham, you're uh, doing uh, a major disrespect to, to Manchester United. And Junior should, should meet in the parking lot and fight you. Um, but I think he needs this game to, to be, you know, the game that he bounces back. After getting a 5-0 drubbing, um, he had nothing but a victory is required from Manchester United. They have to recover and they have to show that, you know, it's a blip and that they will move for it. But they can't lose the Spurs. If they lose the Spurs, I think Ole is going to be in trouble. If they lose the Spurs, um, just an update, football family. It's 0-0 between the Reggae Girls and Costa Rica in the Football is Freedom friendly match. 0-0 there at the half. Uh, Marseille and PSG drew 0-0 in the big uh, matchup in the French League. Uh, this is it. Come on. I mean, football family, make sure you subscribe. Up the subscription button. Up, subscribe to Ball Chat YouTube page. Subscribe to the platform you're watching us on. Um, big, big games coming up this week. We look forward to see if Everton can deal with something against Wolves on Monday. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they, they should. Everton need to, to, to bounce back. They have good enough players. Um, they, they really need to bounce back. Um, Leicester City plays. Arsenal is also a big game. By the way, football family junior had to step away. And he sends his best wishes. The Manchester United talk have him under pressure. So he had to leave early today. But um, Leicester City versus Arsenal. Your big takeaway uh, expectation for that game. As Arsenal turned the corner I, I, next weekend, 7.30. I 
I expect Leicester to beat them. Um, Leicester is is playing good, confident football. Um, to you know the, the the game that they played versus Brentford was a very good game in my opinion. I like the fact that they were spreading the field, they were passing the ball, the two balls were coming through, the goals were were coming. Um, and I think Arsenal, even though they they're recovering. I don't think that they're good enough right now to beat a Leicester. I think Leicester will, will, will definitely be Big, big games to look forward to. What a great week. We didn't even discuss Champions League, but we'll get to it next weekend as we preview the next match day in Champions League. We'll discuss that next weekend. Football family, thank you for taking the time. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy Sunday. Um, connect with us on Ball Chat YouTube page. Just subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to Ball Chat on Facebook. We'll get ready for World Cup qualifiers coming up in November. We'll do watch along for Jamaica's World Cup qualifiers as they get ready for El Salvador. Hey, come on. I eat that to know. We're gone. I ruined our family. Bye.